0: This is spot Crew RPG with The Learning Curve.
1: We last left off. Tony and uh, Alicia had just been sniffed out oh god to hit myself for that stupid joke by uh, one of the Lost Ones and they were in stands waiting for uh, uh, Redeemer's fight. So, Alchemy, some guy just next to you says, You smell like the Engineer's kid.
0: Alchemy's going to take a quick look at him. No heterochromia, which means it's not Romulus. His ears are intact, which means it's not Remus. So it wasn't one of the two Wolf Legion heirs who were in charge of things, because even the engineers got a sense of humor. That means it must have just been a regular in the regimentals, and she got told to call almost all of them just Reggie. Somehow, she's not sure if that's going to fly here or not, but she's going to say, Good to see you, and I presume that you've been able to escape past just the nicknames that everyone used to go by? You mean the stupid Reggie? Oh, God, it really is. What are you doing here? Lightly enjoying some mystery meat on a stick.
1: At that point, he just, he, like, his head just tilts. It's like, like what he's seeing is just suddenly not computing in his head. What? No, no. He, he blinks, looks away, looks back at you. No, seriously, what are you doing here? Right now,
0: watching. But the fight I'm w- waiting to watch isn't up for a little while. Oh,
1: I get it. What? Did you build it yourself? What was it? The, is it going to be that one over there? Is it. The twice was twenty.
0: No, no, no. Just so, a friend. Uh huh. Why don't you believe me? It's not like I've ever failed to treat any of you with respect, even if I didn't know the majority of everyone personally.
1: He, he he looks like he wants to be angry, but he can't. So he just looks very confused right now. He just looks down like at like a to a bottle he's been drinking from. Oh. And then they check the formula on this thing. I think I haven't do much. He you been all off. right? It just waves you away and just walks off.
2: Tony turns to, or Catroni turns to alchemy. Who was that? Do
0: we know him? Um, you probably thought it was Reggie.
2: Oh, one of the many Reggies.
0: Yes, which is why I gave him a very good chance to tell me a name he would have preferred in advance, but he didn't. So we're just going to be polite and not call him by name if he shows up again.
2: Okay. Did he not want the meat on the stick? Because now I have two and I could have shared.
0: I think we're okay. It seemed like he needed either more or less to drink and was going to figure that out.
2: Okay. Tony has has been completely consumed by the fight that is happening in front of them. So they turn back to what is keeping their attention most.
0: And Alicia is going to far more alchemy-like, try and mentally survey what kinds of lost ones she sees.
1: So if you want to make a roll for that, I will allow that. Uh, But that one, I'd say this one I would be... I'd say Pierce the Mask, this one. Five. Yes. Well, remember, but I still have three
0: conditions. I know I still got three conditions sitting around that I haven't been able to get rid of man. And it's I- rough for me to get anything other than potential until we find good ways for me to clear conditions. Though, well, there, are, ba- there are plenty way- of
1: bad ways to get rid of it. So, if you just-, well, just, I figured
0: that you know, going into full conversation with this guy may or may not have been something utterly foolhardy to get rid of being insecure, but it probably wasn't. She just might seem to have come off as vaguely you know polite
1: you gotta you, that's why you gotta give in to your, you got how can he's gotta give in to her worst impulses. to be like don't talk to me you mutt <laughs> just just have a little just be a bit meaner <laughs> then then you can feel guilty about it later on and have angst about it the problem was she liked
0: the lost ones Liking Tony, especially is why she left. She liked the lost ones and her parents wanted her to be ta- detached about them.
1: Ah, uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll find something that'll make you give into your meaner impulses. I'll find uh, them. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so with a five, you basically just, you see lost ones, but you're like, like you're, you're not really a good judge of your know, social dynamics. So you're just like, okay, yeah, there's, a, there's tons of lost ones around here. I will say, however, you do notice that, uh, the, the Reggie you talk to, he's like gone off and like nursing an alcohol, some beer or whatever. And he's, you see him in conversation with other people, other lost ones. And judging by the way, their heads sort of flick towards you occasionally, you think you have a guess of what they're talking about. So yeah, and that pl- part is not comforting. Thank you for remembering how to apply discomfort. So the fight, the current fight, wraps up, and the two and the, with the scorpion guy winning the fight, the two of them separate. Pony ha- cheers
2: so extremely loudly for the for the scorpion one to have won.
1: So there's one more fight in between between this one and and and, uh, and redeemers, and then some guys pull up. Place your bets. Place your bets for the next fight. Last fight coming. I won't place your bets. Do any of you place bets? No, I go ahead.
0: I was going to say, Alchemy doesn't actually have the spare cash to bet because she keeps, you know, everything she doesn't throw at, you know, feeding all three of us whenever we're hanging out together. As the only one of us who has any kind of part time work at all tends to go into the whole trying to make sure that Magnolia's costume is really good and so on. She reinvests her money.
1: Uh, you, I think you, you do know that also they, they will accept barter like bets like you could probably bet some grenades or whatever
0: yeah but this is a place where she doesn't want her grenades out
1: which is a very smart thing to do but I'm still going to get to do it anyway I'm still going to give you the option All right, appreciated so, does Tony make any bets
2: not now not on this one uh, I think Tony will only bet when Redeemer is on stage
1: alright Jennifer do you place any bets on the fight before yours?
3: No, my daddy taught me that, uh, betting is what foolish poor men do. People with actual money don't bet their money, they invest it, which is a different kind of betting.
1: <laughs> Only if you don't know the outcome. So, you know, the fight progresses. The next fight comes and goes. Since you didn't bet, it's not really important to you. So at long last, it's time for your fight to and as you're getting ready to head on to like the little uh the little uh your fighters room, I will say Redeemer. You notice uh some new some people show up just before you head on in. And this time, you see Char. God
3: damn it, why do you bring my woman into this? <laughs> uh all the confidence that Jennifer has, or at least as she had been pretending to have, just leaves her through her feet, just From her face all the way down to her feet just leaves her body the second she sees Char. Because now she's, you know, conflicted. On the one hand, this is one of her boys, you know. She shouldn't be whooping his ass. But on the other hand, she needs it for her reputation and for her teams. Um, And also because she doesn't really have a choice. So she's feeling more conflicted than ever. She can't, if she loses... It's going to look bad on herself, her teammates, and also what's Char going to think of her. But if she wins, is she putting this guy's life in danger? Is she putting Char in danger? So she's trying to find a way to kind of uh, get Char's attention um, without looking too obvious or pathetic. (laughs) But she's hoping that
1: she could speak with her before she has to go out for the match. All right. So... For Alc, sorry, so for J- Redeemer, I'll say if you want to, tr- you'll have to, I'd say, make a roll to see if you can, you'll know, get close enough to talk to Char or just say something. Uh, just cause like, you know, like she has a little bit of a, like a contingent of guards around her.
3: How would you like me to roll for that?
1: Now let me think about that. Uh, da, da, da. I'd say roll plus just a superior I think just let's say because you you're trying to like you know, make it seem like you're someone important enough that to let let them let to let them let you pass got it
3: uh my superior is plus one fail, fail, fail. stop it don't do that uh haha I rolled a 10 plus 111. let okay. me in you peasants <laughs>
1: All right. So again, you, you walk up and you have enough of a badass, just a, a, an aura to you that like the guards, like they look at you and then they think, okay, she's clearly somebody important enough that she, at least the boss needs to talk to her. So they sort of like, they look at you and then they sort of like, you know, they don't fully like get out of your way. They, they sort of like, you know, let you sort of step close enough to talk.
3: Okay. So what she wants to talk about is obviously private and, uh, the guards being there kind of make her a little nervous. So she takes a page out of her dad's book and says, this is a private conversation. You're not needed for this. To the guards.
1: They look over to Char, who looks at you for quietly for a moment. Char nods her head, and then they sort of back off a few steps.
3: Once they've kind of left, she, you know, her, her chest had been like kind of puffed up. She kind of deflates a little bit, just so that Char knows, not that she wouldn't assume this, but this, she knows that she's not a threat. And she says, hey,
1: what are what are you doing here? Why are you here? Well, it's not every day that uh, one of my men is a challenge. And not every day that's to someone who's only been in costume for, what, three months?
3: Well, I was just minding my business and he challenged me, you know? It's not like I asked him to do this. I'm here because I have to be, not because I want to be. You know that,
1: right? No, I do. So, you really have not been keeping tabs on things, do you? God, tabs like the news I don't watch the news that stuff's boring. i ought to be that young again. seems right right though Wait what stop making me feel old. I'm not even thirty five yet i'm I should not be feeling this old.
3: She's doing math in her head to see like if it's even if she's even got a shop
1: <laughs> listen he's been. I think he's honestly, this is a bit of a desperation move. He's been trying to to sort of uh, make a little power block in my group. And because of what you guys did, he he hasn't really been able to make it as strong as he would like. In fact, he's barely able to make it at all.
3: So what happens if he loses?
1: Well, if he knows what's good for him, he'll keep his head down and follow orders. But... She, she like takes a, she looks away from you and like towards the direction that Bull Rush went off to in. I personally doubt he'll be that smart. Got too much ambition in him.
3: Well, I just want to make sure because he made it sound like there was a lot of consequences to losing. And I mean, obviously there are on my end too, but nothing that high risk. Like I just, I want to make sure if I do kick this guy's ass, like no one's going to, you know, And she kind of makes a throat-cutting gesture with her finger.
1: Only if he forces the issue.
3: She looks a little relieved at that and says, "Okay, because I've I've kind of been struggling. I didn't, I didn't want to actually, you know, cost anybody their life over something as stupid as a challenge. It's kind of dumb that we have to do this in the first place." But as she shrugs and kind of looks up at Char, um, looking a little vulnerable—excuse me, looking a little vulnerable in the face—and saying. Would you judge me if I won?
1: I think you'd, I, I definitely think you'd be competent and competence is always a good thing to be. You need to, you need to be competent in this life or else bad things happen. And she's trying to shift your labels at this point. She's trying to put your danger up and your mundane down. Do you accept this?
3: I mean, it's char. Of course I accept this. All right. So I gotta move my mundane down one and my danger up. Yes. Okay. Done. Um, Jennifer gives a nod as if, you know, this is something she knew, of course, but she just wanted to verify. And she says, well, just know I don't take pleasure in kicking your dude's ass is I'm only here because he literally summoned me in the middle of the street. He sent some, you know, courier service. Of B rated, you know, supers to come get us, but um, you know, assuming that I win, which of course I'm going to. uh, Do you maybe want to go grab something to eat afterwards? But I'd be spending a lot of energy, so just thought we could, you know, eat something. You, me,
1: just the two of us. At that point, you see so like, surprise, clearly emanates from Char's body language. <laughs> oh my god, you are adorable.
3: Jennifer doesn't know how to feel about that, because on the one hand it's like, adorable like I'm cute, or adorable like I'm a little kid. So she says, what's so adorable about that? Everybody's gotta eat. Well, that's a fair point. Tell you what. If you win, we'll have something to eat? Okay, uh, yeah, all right. And now she's feeling all the confidence in the world because everything is riding on this match. Literally everything that's important to her. So she says, Bet, uh, I guess I'll see you in. And she looks at a fake watch on her wrist. Uh Well, however long it takes me to kick your buddy's butt, maybe five minutes. Hope you can hold on till then.
1: Confidence, that's the key. She
3: kind of gives a nod and she turns around and says, well, you know, see you then. She says it over her shoulder and she kind of does her best attempt at a cool walk, which just looks awkward as fuck. But she walks away and um, she basically hurries her way um, to a different part. You know, she's not trying to stand anywhere near char because she doesn't want to make it look like they did some sort of deal or anything. But she immediately gets on the group text, uh, the text chat, and she says, Guys, I absolutely have to freaking win. If I win, I get to take Char out
0: for dinner. Alicia, please, please spot me 40 bucks. Alicia sends back uh, just 60.
3: She responds with like prayer hand emojis times five. And then like, you know, like the cheering emoji, like a bunch of pom poms and stuff. She says, dude, you are the best. I owe you big time. Meanwhile,
2: Catroni is responding to the original message. Like, uh, so it has a reply message to the, I get to take uh, Char out for dinner with just 10 different screaming cats.
3: And Jennifer gives the, the cats like a thumbs up, and it's just as many
1: thumbs as there are cats. All right. So you head on down to the fighter's room. And you're alone there for, for a bit. Is there, is there totally like a just <laughs> a little bit of a oh my god moment?
3: Uh, she has it on the inside because right now she feels there's way too many people. Uh, watching. Also you, you're
1: alone and like you have to go underground for the fighter's room because it basically like you have to, like, there's like almost like a little ramp that goes down to the fighter's room, then you go into the pit, which is below the ground level.
3: Oh, in that case, yeah, definitely. She, um finds a moment where she can be at peace, quiet by herself. And then immediately just like has Break a quiet out. scream and like, she's jumping up and down and flailing her arms, you know, but definitely, definitely having a, Oh my God, I can't believe she said yes. Um She has a moment of insecurity where she thinks like, maybe it's because um she just maybe, Thinks she's going to lose, and that's why she agreed to it so willingly. But she's trying to dispel that thought from her head.
1: All right. So, Tony and Alicia, you both hear like the, the new things. All right, everybody, we got a challenge going on Bull Rush versus Redeemer. Place your bets. Place your bets.
2: Tony uh, puts their hand up, willing to, uh, to gamble a bit. Uh, you go over to
0: that guy there.
2: Oh, okay. Um,
0: but don't you need some money or something?
2: Um, I guess I was going to gamble other things, but I can also gamble money.
0: Well, if you have other things and you don't mind risking them, okay, go for it.
2: You're calling. well. I still, I still have these, and he takes out a bag of back spikes um that or they they take out a bag of back spikes that they collected after uh after a training routine and they are sharp and pointy and vaguely weapon-like
0: so alicia's just and just gonna shrug at that one at first she was just like thinking to herself should i point out that that's giving his dna around and then, no, they've left backspikes all over the city at this point. There's no secrecy. These ones are just in good shape.
1: All right. Hi. So
2: I like to gamble these, please.
1: All right. Let me see one. It takes like the needle out. Ooh, not bad. It's such sharpness. Not bad at all. All right. This will be worth about, it gives you like, like a monetary value. Sure.
2: Catroni has no.
1: Concept still,
2: yeah, no real concept of money yet. Um, I want to put it all on Redeemer.
1: All right, write it down for Redeemer. Uh, it's it's somewhat it's uh slightly in in in, uh uh, Bulrush's favor. So you want to bet on her? Yes, I have a
2: dinner to pay
1: for. Uh, all right, kid, but you are a kid, right? I can't tell. It's yeah, close enough. Always, it's always hard to tell with some of you people. It's like, you saw the face features just get all weird. Yeah, we get that a lot. I can imagine.
2: Can I get my ticket now so I can actually go and watch the match?
1: All right. Here is a voucher.
2: Thank you. Bye. Katroni walks back to Alicia. Immediately gives the ticket to Alchemy or Alicia as well. Just because I think Catroni is slightly aware of being clumsy and like losing these things, etc. So with that, Catroni says, and I was thinking we could split the winnings for potentially the dinner and stuff.
0: I mean, that works perfectly, Alchemy says, and we'll like slip it into an inside pocket just so like if somebody gets excited and spills their drink around or something, it won't ruin the ticket.
2: Yeah, I will need you to do the math because that's just not going to happen.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure that with the odds on your ticket, we're going to have extra after you cover the dinner. Like, we can get dinner, too, and maybe, and we'll still have extra after that.
2: Really? Yeah, how can get better dinner. Immediately, there is a message like that is going to be placed in the chat that that is really um it's a dancing lady it's the 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 cheering hands it's a dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign exclamation mark and not just an exclamation mark but the exclamation mark emoji and then a plate of pasta because that's also there Make of that what
3: you will Jennifer looks at it very confused sends a message to Alicia Says, uh, Tony does know that the dinner is just between Char and I, right?
0: Yeah, but Tony had a great idea and put a small bet and it'll totally cover your dinner when you win. You guys bet real money on me? Tony bet lots of pointy objects. Pointy objects that we may need later? Pointy objects that Tony produces in mass.
3: Ah, the elbow spikes. She'll kind of give a thumbs up to that. And say, okay, I was worried he was spending real money because, you know, there's still a chance I could lose this thing. Apparently, the guy's been watching me. He said that he was looking it up online and saw videos of the anthill fights and he's been studying
0: me. Then you should have watched a video or two of him if you have a moment before the fight starts.
3: She kind of pauses because she hadn't thought of that. And she says, yeah, good thinking. And she immediately tries to see if she can find videos
1: of Bull Rush online. All right. So give me a roll for that. I'd say roll plus your, hmm, will this be superior? I would say roll plus your mundane to see how well you can uh, manage to, you know, do a quick, a fast internet search. That's only a seven. All right. It's only a seven. What's your modifier? Well, that's with the modifier. Oh, okay. it's minus one. Okay. So a seven, so you get to ask, uh, you can ask like one detail, but like in one, you can ask about his, his like what, what do you think is like his usual strategy is or yeah, what his power is or does he have any weaknesses? One of those, one question out of that list.
3: Mm-hmm. I will ask about his weakness.
1: All right. So his weakness, you notice is that you notice like you're not really sure what, how his powers work exactly, but you can definitely tell like, the longer the fight goes on, like, the less of a threat he becomes.
3: Okay. Okay. I, th- I would say that makes Jennifer a little bit nervous um, because she's kind of counting on her powers to just behave for once. And the quicker she can finish the fight, the the higher the probability of success, I guess. And also, she's never fought for long periods of time, so she doesn't have stamina training. Um, so, I'm thinking now she's feeling a little bit more nervous than she was going into this after watching the video.
1: All right. So, you know, last call for bets is placed, and then everyone, you know, the, the, the crowd fights down for this fight. All right. Now, it, like, signal to go into the arena. She straightens up,
3: puffs her chest out, gives herself like a quick mental affirmation, says, You got to do it for Char. You got to do it for Char. <laughs> and you can't be a chump. Can't be a chump for char. Um, so she puffs up and she walks out, you know, not looking arrogantly, but looking very sure of herself. All right.
1: I feel like, uh, well, I'll just got to the whole that for now. So, you know, you hear like, you know, you hear your name being announced as you walk out. You hear some people like cheer you, mostly Tony and Alicia. I mean, most of the people are just going to politely clap for you. And as they just sort of watch quietly. The rest of them do. So if you, I guess if you want to make a roll for this, I'd say provoke. Just just like, just try and see if you can, like, you know, sort of, uh, like, intimidate uh, Bull Rush, if, like, with your entrance.
3: Okay, and that's my superior.
1: Yes. Which I have a good superior, thankfully. Um, So that gives me a nine. Okay, on a nine, I will, okay, so here's a list. They stumble. You take a plus one forward against them, which basically means like any roll against them, you get a plus one to it. They err. You get a critical critical opportunity. They overreact. You gain influence over them.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they err, and I gain a critical opportunity over them.
1: Alright, so I'll say that he I'll, the the how this works is that he he clearly walks out. And he is clearly expecting you to be a lot more nervous about this because he, he was thinking that okay, she's gonna be she's new. She hasn't really done this before. She's gonna be, you know, a bit more subdued in her thing rather than you going out and you know being all like you know, I'm in charge thing. Yeah. So he clearly he's like okay, I think I might miscalculate something. He is like quite visibly like you know thinking about you know, rethinking something.
3: So how does this work? Like, does does someone does, does like a referee let us know
1: it's time to start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you see, like one, you see like a referee sort of like step forward, and he, he, he's really like stepping on the air as he walks into the middle of the arena, like standing above you and uh, Bullrush. All right, everybody, we have got an official challenge going on between Bullrush and Redeemer. Standard rules apply. First one to knock out or submission. Loses.
3: J- Jennifer will nod as if to say that she understands the rules.
1: Fight will progress until until a victor is declared. No lethal blows. No big attacks. Keep the damage to the keep the fighting to the ring. A- either of you break the rules and attack the audience, you lose. Either of you break the rules and have outside help, you lose. She'll nod again. Those, those seem like very fair rules. All right, want well, both fighters to head to their sides and get ready. On the count of five, you fight.
3: She kind of walks over and she offers a handshake, like a confident handshake, to Bull Rush because you know at the end of the day, this is she's seeing it as a sport rather than anything else. Um, so she offers him like a like a cordial handshake,
1: and he, he doesn't take it because he's still like you know looking at you like going. Okay, he's clearly thinking you're planning something. Like, you you could tell he's a little bit more nervous right now, a little bit hesitant.
3: Uh, She looks at her hand, looks at him, kind of raises an eyebrow with a smile, like, thinking it's kind of silly. He won't take it. But she shrugs and uh, nods, like, okay, like, you know, as if to say,
1: you know, whatever floats your boat. All right, then the referee goes, five, four. What's going on in everyone's head as the countdown goes? Let's go with Tony. Tony
2: is in full support. Like just thinking over and over again, um Redeemer will do it, Redeemer will do it, Redeemer will do it, you got this, you got this, um so the bit the 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 theory of positive thinking and therefore establishing
1: three what's going on in the, in uh, Alicia's mind.
0: Alchemy's looking at this and thinking to herself, he wouldn't even take the handshake. He's losing the crowd before it starts even if he wins, he won't get the kind of respect he wants out of this. And glancing occasionally over back towards where Reggie's been talking just in case something might interrupt then back to the ring.
1: Yeah, you definitely see, like, he's sort of in a small group of lost ones right now and they're, they're sitting, they're, like, they're close enough to the ring that they can hear what's going on, but they're not actively watching it. And then goes, two, what's going on in Jennifer's mind right now, right before the fight starts?
3: She's trying to think of all the toxic things that her dad ever said to her about showing superiority over others, not showing weakness, needing to rely on only herself. Like she's kind of getting herself mad, Um, thinking that anger will help her because usually she does her best work when she's angry when it comes to her powers. So she's trying to just amp herself up, all the dumb things her dad does. All the, you know, the fact that he called her the other day while she was walking with her friends and made these idle threats. Um, and then the last thought in her mind is, I can't let my friends down and I can't let Char down. I can't look like a chump.
1: One. Begin.
3: She puts her hands out in like a defensive posture. Um, and you can kind of see that the circumference around her hands, the the air almost looks like... Um, like warm air on a really hot day, where it's just kind
1: of swirling but clear, like, like a heat
3: shimmer. Yeah, and you can tell that um, there's some sort of power building up in her hands.
1: All right. So, I so are you trying to uh, like intimidate him with this, or are you trying to like actually do something with this? Like, what 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 mechanically are you trying to do?
3: Um, I'm thinking she's just getting her her powers ready so that she can feel comfortable either attacking first. Or defending, depending on what uh the other guy does first. All right. So
1: it almost to me, it sounds like you're trying to provoke him almost again. That that's what uh, that's the sort of thing I'm feeling. Would you agree? Yeah. All right. Roll plus your superior again.
3: Okay. Um, my superior is plus one. So I rolled a nine plus one ten.
1: So on a ten, they rise to the bait and do what you want. What do you want me to do? Do you want him to attack first? Do you want him to not attack? What what happens?
3: Yeah, I want him to attack first.
1: All right. So he, he's clearly again. He's unnerved by the, the, he's he he is thinking. Okay, I think I misjudged this girl. And you see, like he sort of like holds he holds his hands together, and he just sort of pushes, and you see a, a wave of just red energy just rushing towards you.
3: Can I tell what kind of energy it is?
1: It's you know it's you know. You're not a, you didn't do enough research into him to figure that okay. out.
3: Okay. So I just know he's building up red energy to send my way.
1: It's, yeah, it's currently flying out towards you.
3: Okay. Um, in that case, um, I think I'm going to, would it be, Wise to unleash my powers because technically it is an obstacle that's kind of coming at me. Um, and I want to reshape my environment to create kind of like a shield of gravity that's gonna eat whatever it is that he's sending my way. Is that a thing uh, I can
1: do? I'd say that's more of a directly engage a threat. Okay. So So if you if you like say if you want if you wanna because it sounds like you wanted to fight him directly, if you want to say like yeah, I build I make like you know. Just like you know, like I don't know, like walls of, of gravity. You want to make like a maze that that would be unleashing if you want to just do this attack. That's directly engage.
3: Okay, I'm going to directly engage in that case, and that's my freak.
1: And I'll say that's well, actually my, plus no, your danger. It, danger,
3: my danger. Well, which, and I'll thankfully, say my girlfriend it, just fixed.
1: <laughs> and I'll also say since you since he's doing what you want him to do, I'll say you you were already like anticipating this, so you get a plus one to whatever on top of whatever you already have.
3: Oh, okay, so let me roll that. Ooh. Okay, with my danger, that makes it an eleven.
1: Okay, with so yeah. So you get pick two from the list of resist a void that it blows, take something from them, create an opportunity, and press surprise or frighten.
3: I'm going to resist that blow. So my wall of gravity is gonna act like a little Pac-Man that's gonna eat his red energy. Um and maybe Redirected somewhere else, but not at the audience. Just maybe the floor. And then I'm going to use that as my second option to frighten him, because he underestimated my powers.
1: All right. So I'll say that you managed to sort of like push, like you almost like deflect the energy. It slams into the wall, and you see like you know bits of debris that sort of like burst out in a bit of a shower of of dust and dirt. You see one piece, you know, actually fly out and hit him right in the head. And he's, he's clearly like, he's taking like a step backwards. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. As he's clearly like on the back foot for this. So a tiny bit of blood just start going down the side of his head. And the I'm crowd to... gets like a big cheer as, as you, like you, as you did like a very, you know, uh, you look like you're very in control of the fight right now. Okay. I'm and after to... he, after that, he sees that, then he clearly goes, all right. You see, you see him like sort of, gr- Square himself off then he like just slams a hand down on the ground and like the arena floor starts almost like like it breaks apart and like a you know like a TV earthquake style
3: mm, okay I'm going to directly engage again all right and my goal is I'm going to make the 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 gravity between my feet. And the ground significantly less so that I, with one quick move, I'm going to be able to just dart across the arena, uh, because there's less friction, et cetera, to try to avoid the earth splitting that he's doing. And I'm gonna roll plus my danger and I rolled an eight. Um, so I'm going to resist his blows.
1: All right. So with that, you, you basically, you, are like a, like a leaf on a, 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 uh, on like the ocean. You just sort of like go with the move, with the, with the wave, like the, uh, moving earth as it just goes up and down, it breaks apart. You just sort of like glide across it and then you, I'll, do you, how do you hit him in the, how do you hit him? Do you like do it with like an attack or do you physically hit him with your, with like a fist or a leg or something?
3: Um, I would do it with an attack. Like I would still swing at him. Um, like I'm gonna come, you know, since I'm gliding, I'm just gonna kind of jump and then kind of like, Come down on him with my fist, but I would change the gravity around me this time to make me much heavier, make my weight do the work since I obviously don't have very strong arm
1: muscles. All right, so you basically you hit him with the increased increased mass, and he goes like you're flying backwards into the into the uh, into the arena wall, and he's like clearly going. Uh, you can tell in his eyes that as you hit him, he's like this is not going how I wanted it to.
3: I'm getting my date, damn it.
1: <laughs> and as soon as he hit you see him, as he hits the wall, then all of a sudden he bounces off the wall and he suddenly just starts like almost like a pinball, just starts going around the ring really fast. You can She looks ho- a little confused by this because
3: the way she sees it, he's just wearing himself out. But um she's kind of darting her head back and forth, keeping an eye on him as best as she can because she feels that this is just a distraction. For something bigger that he's going to do when she's not paying attention,
1: and so as you're doing this, and all of a sudden, like as he bounces off the wall again, then he just shoots himself directly at you like a cannonball. I'll say, Hmm. I think for this one, just take a marker condition as he, as he basically like body slams you from behind because he he, like picked up speed as he went around, and to the point where you honestly had a hard time keeping track of him.
3: Hmm. Okay. I'm going to mark angry.
1: All right. So I'm angry now. So yeah, he slams into you and then almost like a new, like the Newton's cradle thing. He stops moving M- and you go flying up into the wall.
3: Um, I get up and as I'm on my, my hands and knees, I punch the floor angrily and I stand up and my face really is reflecting how angry I am at this moment. As I go back to approaching him, Taking very like short but heavy steps as I do,
1: All right.
3: is to... he going to attack or am I going to engage?
1: Uh, this, this time he is clear. He, he's waiting for you to do something. He's he's waiting for you to make, make the next move.
3: Okay, so I'm going to engage him again. This time I roll a seven. Okay, so with a seven, I just hit and I get to pick one. Yes, which you can I... resist or avoid. Take something from him or
1: press surprise. Okay. So I'll say this time you, both of you, like sort of just directly charge at each other and he clearly try, he tries to sort of like, he punches with one hand, but you see clearly tell like he tries to like sort of like surprise you by attacking with his offhand. But I'll say that you, since your, your reactions are better, you manage to dodge his, his sneak attack and just get him, like kick him right in the, right in the stomach.
3: And with that I look like very smug because um like I feel that before he was kind of trying to make a fool out of me. So she feels very confident now that uh that she's gonna at least make a big enough impact.
1: All right, and we just have a check what he what his things are. Alright. So yeah, he stumbles back from his uh from, from your kick and he's going, not bad. But then again, I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't expect anything less from the from the girl who willingly hangs around with the engineer's kid and their science project. You hear like a wave of murmuring of the crowd but suddenly starts popping up. Ooh, he's, he's she does like not look happy to hear that. He starts circling you, keeping his distance. Well She's she's gonna say, What the hell did you say to me? It makes me just I'm just wondering what kind of skeletons you got in your closet. That you're willing to hang around with that kind of company? You don't know anything about them. I know. And no one knows anything about you other than you call yourself Redeemer. So what are you trying to redeem here, exactly? do you something no. wrong in the past? I'm redeeming the name of superheroes, if you absolutely must know. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Because it seems to me that, I don't know, it seems like you got something to prove. What? Did Mommy and Daddy not love you enough? Did they, I don't know. To do, do drugs that they he clearly starts trying to get under your skin and it's starting to work a little bit because he, he goes on about basically trying to like he's still keeping his distance but he's clearly trying to like psych you out and just trying to get under your skin because he is clearly going on like just who, who are you who, who even are you we know we I'm, okay engineers kid and Tony we get we understand that but who are you are you are you just who? Who exactly? Why are you doing this? What's your motivations?
3: I told you.
1: You, know, for all we know, you could just be some rich girl who's trying to pretend that she's tougher than she is, trying to prove that. Oh no, actually, you matter. You're better than whoever the hell you come from. Like, like it's so big. Like you're so important that you need to prove that. Oh, you're a good guy.
0: Hmm
3: i trying to say- judge how she would feel about this. Can
2: we can we hear this from the stands? Yeah. Okay, T- Petroni is going to yell out, "Don't let him get to you."
1: If you uh, if you want to make a roll for that, I'd say you roll plus your mundane to compare support if you want to make that a roll.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Fail. 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 You <laughs>
1: You're so evil. I will not stop. Well, you cursed me. I yes. wrote a five. So, yeah, you hear Tony yell, you know, cheering on, but, you know, unfortunately for you, Redeemer, it's, you know, it's Tony. He's always cheering you on. It's just what he does, just what they do. But, so, yeah, I'll say, you, you're starting, I'll say, if you want to mark another condition, know, uh, yeah, mark another condition, just because you're like, okay, you're starting to have a little bit of, you know, like, you know, you're starting to, he's starting to, his words are getting under your skin. That's it.
3: Okay, I'm gonna mark insecure then because it seems very fitting.
1: All right. So, here you go. What do you do?
3: I'm trying to thank Mo Woodman for doing this situation. I think. Oh gosh, I think him making her feeling already angry and insecure. She's gonna to default to what she knows best, and that's like the type of toxic behavior that her dad would engage in. All right. So she's gonna to try to make him feel two inches tall, the same way he's trying to do to her. And she's going to kind of just like scoff at him and say, who are you to judge me? The guy who got beaten up by a teenager and a basketball. You think you're so tough, you know, rather than, uh, rather than just talking all this crap, how about you put your powers where your mouth is and uh, fight me? Or did you invite me here for a slam poetry contest? All
1: right. Roll plus your, let's let me provoke roll plus your superior. Was my superior?
3: I rolled a nine.
1: All right. So on a, not, on a nine, they, they stumble. You take a plus one against them. You they err. You get a critical opportunity. They overreact. You gain influence over them.
3: Mm. I'm gonna say they err, and I gain a critical opportunity.
1: All right. So yeah, he he says, he, you know clearly. He well, of course. You, you know, I, of course, I lost. You're brand new. Everyone loses to a br- totally unknown. Uh, Unknown combatant. If you don't know what they can do, you're not, you don't know what to expect. Everyone knows this. Everyone's had that.
3: You were brand new to me, and I didn't seem to have any trouble making short work of you.
1: And every, you hear the audience go, ooh, at that. And he at that point, he clearly, like, something in him snaps, and he just charges towards you.
3: Okay. I'm going to directly engage again.
1: Roll. plus your danger.
3: Ooh, Nice. I just got a ten, a straight ten.
1: All right. So you going to pick two off that list.
3: Um, I'm gonna resist his blow, and then what could
1: I take from him? Uh, you okay? I'm gonna think about this. Okay, the, okay. If you want to, you could do like a luchador, like take off the max thing.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's my move. Yep. When he uh, when he comes to charge. Um not only do I block him, but I very effortlessly lean over and um as if I were a Spanish matador, I reach over and I yank the mask off his face so everyone can see who he really is
1: so i'll say yeah i'll will say uh, you also since it was also a trade blows so in which case you actually would attack also so I'll say that yeah you managed you managed to like dodge out of his attack and you managed to it's almost like a like, take off his helmet and also, like, push him in the back, almost like to make him, send him slamming into the wall. So he's, like, face first into the wall. As you, and you left there, you dangling his mask around.
3: And as I'm, like, swirling the mask on my finger, I say, okay,
1: let's see who you really are, tough guy. At that point, you, he, he, he like, and for a moment, he just stands there facing the wall, you know, with his face up against the, uh, just the, like the concrete and dirt.
3: Oh, gosh, I'm trying to decide how toxic she feels like being Um, because, I mean, she's angry and she's insecure. He's he's making a fool out of her or at least trying to in front of her friends and the girl that she's interested in. So, like, part of me thinks that she would go over there and, like, yank his hair so he's forced to face the crowd. But at the same time, that's just like such a villain thing to do. And that's something that she would actively fight against doing. Oh
1: gosh. Well, so yeah, uh, th- th- that, that thought enters your mind and it's very it's it's tempting, but you'll see, you also know it's crossing a line.
3: Yeah, because you know she wouldn't want it done to her. So she tries, like she walks over like she's gonna do it, and then visibly everyone can see that like something stops her. Um and that something is the thought of like her friends particularly Alicia looking at her like horrified um or people on the stands knowing that she's kind of crossed the line.
1: So I'll say yeah, I'll say you, you, you like uh, you you almost reach to like grab it looks like you're gonna grab his head but then instead you just grab his shoulder and then you offer the mask to him.
3: Yeah yeah I'm gonna just just aggressively grab his shoulder and then like lessen my hold and just sigh and put the mask in his hand as if, like, to let him mask up. Do you say anything as you do this? I say to him, don't push your luck. Know where your lines
1: are. Okay, at that point, he just sort of... You you almost hear something snap in him as as his his, his soul just go tense. And then he just sort of... uh, He almost explodes with energy. Explodes Uh, with energy. Okay. And uh, at this point... Roll to take a powerful blow. Oof. Okay. So you want to fail this one. So if you it's you roll plus your conditions marked.
3: Plus me, okay,
1: run me through this.
3: So I've got two conditions. So,
1: so on I a ten plus, plus two. On a ten plus you must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out whatever. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or you you take two options from the center line list, or in this case, you have to seek medical attention after the fight. On seven and nine, you lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to full hardy action or take advantage of your, to invent a condition. You give ground, you're obviously gets an opportunity or three, you struggle, pacify and mark two conditions. And if you miss, you're, you're good.
3: All right. Oh, come on. Low numbers, low numbers, no numbers. Five plus my two conditions is seven.
1: All right. So on a seven, you choose one. You lash out verbally and you basically give our condition on either Tony or Lucia. You give ground and your your opponent gets an opportunity. Or three, you struggle past the pain and you mark two conditions. One of the three.
3: I'm definitely lashing out verbally. Because I, I see this as cheating. Like I extended the olive branch, I did what I perceived to be a good thing. And he took advantage of me with a cheap shot.
1: All right. So I'll say he, he basically explodes out energy. Just all in every direction, and you like get tossed backwards. I'll say as um, uh, you don't you don't have to mark a condition. I'll just say you you basically as you like you're yelling out, and you're all just going to sit there uselessly, all of you. And so uh, you get to pick which one is uh, which one do you want to mark a condition on, Tony or Alicia?
2: Oh gosh, I'm fine w- taking a condition actually, because I'm at this moment
3: only having two. Yeah, I feel like Alicia will be the most appropriate, but at the same time, Alicia's already full of conditions. Yeah, hey, and don't forget
2: that Tony was yelling at you, right? So
3: yeah, he was yelling. He is very invested, um, and it didn't help. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Tony. I'm gonna be good. And pick Tony. Sorry, Tony.
1: All right. So how do you? So tell me, how do you lash out at Tony? Well, as you're like, you know, you flung backwards.
3: I'm gonna turn around and just like yell yeah, like dude, shut up. I can't concentrate with you talking to me like this. i marked angry
1: um,
2: as Catroni's. like, I'm just trying to help. Focus on the fight.
1: So, yeah, so back to the fight. You can clearly tell that, uh, uh, that uh, Bull Rush is clearly, he is mad right now, and he is not going to go down, he's going to make you put him down for this fight.
3: Gladly. She is so mad that she wants nothing more right now than to put
1: this guy down in the most embarrassing way possible. You see him, like, sort of clap his hands together, then he just sort of, like, opens them up, and you see just a big, almost like a a wave of energy just comes rushing towards you.
3: I'm going to directly
1: engage. All right. I roll an eight. So pick one from the list.
3: I am going to
1: frighten him. All right, so... I'll say you 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 take a hit, mark a condition, but I'll say you you like literally like punch through like the wave of energy, and you like go through the energy, and then you just manage to like hit him right in the jaw, and he goes down.
3: I'm gonna mark guilty.
1: Right, so so yeah, you you punch through the wave of energy, you take him down, and then you see he, uh, for a moment he's just breathing quietly on the ground.
3: Yeah, she's going to go make sure that he's actually alive, but she's not going to look concerned as she does it. And um, when she approaches him and she sees that, uh, that he's obviously still kicking, she's going to lean in close and in his ear say, you really need to learn how to pick your battles.
1: He clears up at you, just breathing heavily for a moment. I won't forget this.
3: She's going to lean in again and say, and neither. Well, I, this was supposed to be a friendly spar, but you took it too far. Remember this day, because you made an enemy out of me.
1: And then louder he yells, I yield.
3: And with that, she stands up. And even though she's incredibly furious with this man, she's going to think of Alicia and like, what would Alicia do in this situation? Because she's kind of learning to see her as like a blueprint of someone to follow as you know, an attempt to redeem her past. And she's going to extend
1: her hand to help him up. He doesn't take it and just sort of gets up and just walks out of the arena.
3: Um, As he gets up and he's walking away, she's going to stand up, dust herself off. She's going to scan the crowd looking for Char and just give her a small smile before she starts walking away.
1: Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel.
0: The link is in the description.